three thousand lanterns. All were silent when suddenly there was a tidal wave-like uproar. Never, not even the great martial palace that always sat at the head, solid as the mountains, had anyone won three thousand lanterns in one night at the mid-autumn festival banquet. In fact, no one had ever imagined such a number. Even just one thousand was already difficult to pass. Three thousand, that was truly unheard of, not a precedent in history, and it was even more than the count of all the other top ten heavenly officials added together. One can imagine at that moment just how incredulous every official was, and some even blurted out, that must be a mistake, it must have been counted wrong. Yet, never mind thinking that the announcer official, who had been counting for the mid-autumn festival's Battle of the Lanterns for years, could just happen to be wrong this one time, just by looking at that massive band of flowing lights. Even if they were to backtrack a million steps, the count couldn't be wrong. Even if it was wrong, the miscount could only be less, not more. Thus, another heavenly official said, Could it be that those lanterns aren't real blessing lanterns? Maybe they're just ordinary lanterns. That basically meant it's a fraud. And there were those who agreed. However, Shu Qingxuan spoke up. How can they be ordinary lanterns? Ordinary lanterns and blessing lanterns have completely different makes. And ordinary lanterns can't fly up to the heavens. So how could these be fake? If it was Shilian who argued, then the rest would probably continue to doubt. Yet, because it was Shu Qingxuan who spoke up, and Shu Wudu was also present, no one dared say much else. Hitting a dead end, they changed track. Everyone, where's this Chendung temple? When was it built? Who built it? Does any heavenly official know? The announcer official replied, No, but Chendung temple was clearly written on the lanterns that floated up. I've never heard of any Chendung temple, one shouted. Yeah, me neither, said another official. Shilin finally snapped out of his shocked reverie, and when he heard the complaints, he said quite earnestly, Everyone, truth be told, not only have you all never heard of it, I haven't heard of it either. There was no way that this came about naturally. All of the officials lost their minds, destroyed by this unexpected thunder, incredulous and disbelieving, their tongues spitting with talk. Shielin really wanted to tell them, it's only a game, so why is everyone taking it so seriously? However, firstly, very few took this game as a game, and secondly, he ranked first place in this game, so if he said anything, he'd be asking for it. The other heavenly officials couldn't say it either because they didn't place first. So if they said anything, it'd be downplaying they're not getting number one, making it sound exceedingly awkward. Just then, Pei Ming chuckled. I did say that Crimson Rain Sword Flower didn't kidnap his highness out of ill intent, but no one believed me. Now, will you all believe me? With this reminder, everyone was enlightened in an instant. If it really was Hua Cheng, then it wasn't impossible for him to simply light up 
three thousand blessing lanterns like it was nothing. Was there anything going on between Shirlian and Hua Chang? Just what kind of relationship they had was truly a mystery. At the moment, the majority still thought that it was more believable to say Hua Chang did this out of ill intent. There was no reason why Hua Chang, who had always been unfriendly toward the heavens, would suddenly change his attitude in the face of Shirlian. Yet, based on Hua Chang's inconceivable lawlessness, he could very well become nice towards someone out of the blue without reason. After this mid-autumn festival banquet, one would be hard-pressed to say Hua Chang had ill intent. After all, it was 3,000 blessing lanterns. Even for the water master who controlled wealth, this wasn't something he could just do because he wanted to. Amidst all the chaos, suddenly the sound of steady clapping came from the head of the feast. The officials looked to the sound and saw Jun Wu clapping slowly as he smiled at Shilian. Congratulations, Shenle, he said. Shilian knew that Jun Wu intended to help take the heat off of him and was grateful, bowing his head. Jun Wu sighed in awe. You always manage to create miracles. Seeing that exchange, the feast quieted down. After some hesitation, all finally took Jun Wu's lead and applauded, sending their congratulations. With this, no matter how shocked all the heavenly officials had to admit that this highness, the crown prince, had always produced phenomena. It was like this back then, and it was most certainly the case now. The mid-autumn festival banquet had ended, and the relentlessly rumbling thunder master also packed up. The one who cheered the hardest throughout it all was, of course, Shi Ching Xuan. No matter whose ranking rolled out, she would be the first to applaud, except Pei Ming's. At first, Shilin wondered if his stealing the watermaster's thunder, bumping him down from second place to third place, would cause his ire. But looking at Shi Wu Du, it didn't seem that he was displeased. Pei Ming and Ling Wen both congratulated him and afterwards, the three started planning to whose little mountain hot springs they would go for a massage. Hearing them, Shi Qingxuan asked, Go, you're all going out to play again? Shi Wudu folded his fan and answered, Yes. Ling Wen crossed his arms and chuckled. Lord Windmaster, want to come and play too? He asked. No, I've already got plans with people. Shi Qingxuan said. Shi Wudu frowned. I hope it's not anyone unsavory. Is there anyone more unsavory than General Pei? Ling Wen quipped. Noble Jie, shut up now, Pei Ming warned. Shilin waited until after the two brothers spoke a few words to each other, then prepared to leave the banquet with Shi Qingxuan. On the way out, they bumped into Mu Qing, who knew if he had been watching Shilin but he didn't look so pleased anymore. Feng Xin, however, was the exact opposite. When he rose to his feet to leave the feast, he called out to Shilian, Congratulations. Shilian nodded back to him. Thank you, he said. Lang Ying was settled in the palace of the Wind Master at the Heavenly Court. The child looked to be clean and tidy, but still rather shy. 
When Shelian picked him up and descended, he didn't talk much on the road. Shelian first went into town to buy some fresh fruits for him to eat and didn't go immediately straight back to Poochie village. He first went into some nearby woods. Sure enough, the woods were quite lively. A bare-chested young man was yelling and cursing, hung upside down by a white silk band. Profanities and vulgarities spilled from his mouth and a little child squatted under him, slapping away mosquitoes. Shilin made Lang Ying stand outside and he himself strolled over leisurely. When that young man saw him, he raged. Shilin, you piece of shit, f***ing let me down this instant. I'm gonna die. Shilin, however, said warmly, It must be years since you last got bitten by mosquitoes. Is it so bad to give you a taste of being alive again? That young man was indeed Chi Rong. Shilin had expected him to be troublesome and that he'd for sure instigate Guzi to help him cut off Roya, so Shilin had already instructed Roya that should Chi Rong try to escape, drag him into the woods and take care of him. Chi Rong was using the flesh of another against Shilin, and Shilin couldn't beat him to a pulp. However, he could still make him suffer some little pains of the flesh. Shilin had chopped lumber and scavenged before in this area, and suffered getting bitten all over by mosquitoes. Currently, it seemed Chirong was also bitten all over, looking more miserable than dying, and cursed loudly. Where's your snow white, lotus heart? Why can't you pretend to be a sickeningly sweet, good person now? Goosey hugged Shelian's leg and wailed. Gurga, please let my dad down. He's been hanging for so long. Shelian ruffled his hair, and immediately Chirong yelped as he fell to the ground in a heap. To return to Poochie village, they had to traverse through the maple grove. Shilin gripped in his hand a bare-chested, cursing young man, and behind him followed two little kids, one crying and sobbing, the other sullen and quiet. What a freakish group, Shilin thought. As they hiked up the hills, he cautioned the two little ones behind him. Watch your step. It's easy to trip here. That was the truth. Sometimes, when Shailen was late in returning from town after collecting scraps and walked this path at night, maybe it was because of his luck, but he'd always trip or fall. Hearing this, Chirong immediately cried, Dear God, please make this person fall to his death, right here, right now. Shailen found that hilarious. You're a ghost, he said. What are you doing? begging the heavens. Just then, he suddenly felt like there was a warm glow faintly emerging from the far distance. The dark, obscure path on the ground seemed to be illuminated, the road brightening. When he looked up, sure enough, it wasn't just his imagination. There really was light on the horizon. It was light from those 3,000 blessing lanterns of everlasting light. The floating lanterns flowed in the night sky, imposing and invigorating. Even the shine of the stars and the moon was overcome. Shilin watched, dazed, and after a moment, he sighed a whisper. Thank you. Chirong didn't know what that was about, and snickered. Why the f***ing thanks? 
Other people are just playing around. They're not lit up for you. Stop thinking so highly of yourself. Shillian grinned, but didn't say anything, and didn't rebuke either. He only said, To have beauty exist in this world is already in itself something to be grateful for. There was beauty in his heart, and he wasn't afraid of any killjoys. Borrowing the light of those lanterns in the distance, he continued forward.